Oh. I'm all man when it comes to the crust. Yeah. SpaghettiOs is a soup. Wow. I'm a man of many earth tones. Oh. Yeah, I think Cheerios are still hot. Cheerios? Cheerios are hot, babe. Ooh. It's like an avocado. It's raw. The deuce. <clears throat> I can't stand that. Throat noises? Throat noises. Throat noises, mouth noises. We've been over this before. This? Here and elsewhere. Oh. I know. You're like the anti-ASMR. Yeah, it's, yeah, I don't want any of that. I have such an aversion to eating noises. <laughs> and there's so many, and like I feel like there's been a couple podcasts where there's just like a war going on in my neck that I can't control. Oh, ones that you've been on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I used to get that when know. I was a kid. I don't know what that, it, my throat used to go like... Probably because of all the shit we ate. I was just talking about this, like all the trash like we ate pop tarts as breakfast did you you know what's funny my mom my household had tons and tons of prohibitions on us not eating shit we maybe had a pop tart on vacation we would go down to the jersey shore that was our big vacation of the year my mom would allow my sister and i each to buy one fun pack sampler pack of the sugary cereals you know like you get one (laughs) serving of cocoa krispies and one serving of whatever and the rest of the year my grandmother and my grandfather would come over every wednesday night for dinner and to play pinochle (laughs) with my dad (laughs) and my grandma would always bring me some stupid shit and very often it was sugary cereal and i had to smile and act appreciative and thank her knowing full well the second she left my mom was going to throw it away and i wasn't supposed to tell my grandma that all this is a long way of saying my parents took a lot of pains and put, took a lot of shit for me to not let me eat a ton of shit, and we still ate a ton of shit. Yes. That's how shitty shit was when we were kids. Well, I don't packaged. understand how childhood obesity has gone up so much when we were absolute morons about nutrition. I think, I, I, this is just a speculation, I think we moved more as children. Uh, yeah, I think there's probably something. I think to we that. the sedentary life is more akin to what's going on now as opposed to when we were raised. Yeah, we didn't have our cell phones to keep us on our asses. I just discovered that my it's not news to me that my phone has been spying on me this whole time, but oh, there's yeah. a whole new means through which it's been spying on me. That what do I was mean? I went to Disneyland in my uh, last week, and my um, my son mentioned to me that when he'd been there with his mom not that long ago, she'd kept track of their steps, and he swore that they'd walked like 18 miles in a day or something preposterous <laughs> like that. And I said, "Oh, that's interesting. I always make fun of people that like instead of actually doing exercise, they just got one of those watches to let them pretend <laughs> yeah. that just." not being an invalid counts as exercise right. but i looked at my phone to see and i was like oh shit not only is there an an app that comes with every iphone that's already that that keeps track of that it's been doing it every day since i had this phone and i did not know that my phone right, can tell you how many steps how, how uh, even is my gate i never turned i this. can tell you that just by looking at you i've got a john wayne swagger about me <laughs> i <laughs> Didn't know John Wayne for the kids out there listening. John Wayne Gacy. I'm sorry. I always oh, get those two oh, mixed okay, up. Okay, okay, okay. That um, was a good. That was a good reference. Yeah. So I always I didn't realize that this thing had been automatically enabled since I had it. And now I'm kind of getting interested in seeing how many steps I get per day. And it it is very because I just came back from New York. And when you're in New York, unless you're trying really hard not to, you walk like five six miles a day. Yeah, you do. In Los Angeles, there's not a lot of biggies in New York. It's pretty easy to not work once to walk walk one single mile in you, a day you drive as much as you walk but it takes you all day to get there in la you'll drive like in new york if you're dri- if you're walking five miles a day in la you drive five miles a day but it takes you five hours to get there oh i see this is a traffic thing it's a traffic thing i get it's, you and in, in the sedentary life is much more um consistent out here and like my my mom that's impressive that your mom actually took steps to do that as a kid because but growing the, uh, sorry up, to interrupt you but no, the, the other things like we had to eat salad with dinner every single just about every single night had to at least you know put a good dent in it right help yourself to as much russian dressing as you want oh. you had to eat which i started I, I don't understand russian dressing i have such really? i have a problem with it i think it needs to be canceled i think we need to take like along with dr seuss is it the ketchup or the mayo oh, it's the combo of them. yeah why are they together it's fair <laughs> they love each other. 
I don't like it at all. They're the peanut butter and jelly of oh no 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 obesity no. <laughs> you know, it's like forty eight percent of our culture is obese. I know, and and people got to make the distinction between overweight and obese. You mean you don't mean overweight? You mean I mean obese? Yeah. Which is because I'm knocking on the door of overweight, and I would go so far. I, don't, I wouldn't. No, say I am. That. I'm just telling you that I know statistically for my height, if I'm five pounds heavier than I am right now, You'd I'm be te- overweight. I'm technically overweight, and it's a, it's so a overweight, touchy oh, subject. Overweight doesn't have to be a bad. You can no, be overweight you can be and overweight. be fine. Yeah, but and obese is there's no there's no good way to slice that. There's no well, you, you slice it a lot with the things thick, you eat. Yeah, yeah, thick <laughs> deep dish. It's a deep dish and then slice. fried. <laughs> it's um. It's such a touchy subject, but when you think about 48% of the culture being obese. Yeah, man. That, those, I wonder, within that statistic, how much of it is is, DV, is uh, divided up between children and adults? Oh, you could probably find that out. Uh, you probably can. And I wonder, it probably is a lot more adults because we're coming off of the generation that we grew up on, which was just eating trash because all of it was so pre-made and packaged and mm-hmm. processed. I had to eat broccoli or spinach with almost every single meal Velveeta cheese melted in the vegetables no way I still love it god I love Velveeta shells and cheese it's my favorite trash what, what, were, food. what, what was that you were saying about ketchup and mayo it's trash <laughs> Velveeta shells and cheese is liquid gold I would it's say, liquid gold how dare you I would say if we were having the white trash Olympics they would give the bronze medal would be ketchup <laughs> and the silver would be mayonnaise you know <laughs> but First prize would be a a a, a giant coin sized block of Velveeta. <laughs> you know what the real prize would be is if you threw some hamburger helper on top of that shit. Yeah, we never got into that. That little fucking talking hand creeped me out. It was a little creepy, but <laughs> there's a lot of creepy things about our childhood. Like even Mickey Mouse was creepy. Oh, I got an article. Um, yes, yes. Did you ever see the original Mickey Mouse? Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, because my my kids, it's so shitty man how youtube just want youtube knows just like facebook that oh you like that well let me give you something a little bit crazier let me give you a little bit more spice on that because that's what makes people really start coming back and i get that so you want you start watching some political thing and next thing you know you're listening to some crazy guy in his basement you know with like a pointy hat on yelling at you about the you know the international banking system or something like that but even kids go in there looking for disney videos and next thing you know, they're like, do you want to know the 15 most horrifying secrets about Disneyland? Oh, my God. And they all, and there's like, it's rumored that Peter Pan killed a guy in the ride one time or whatever. But they always <laughs> just start with the still foot. Because two things on YouTube, right? Whoever it is, the host, if we ever put the show on YouTube, you know the face we got to make every single right? <gasps> You have to act like what just happened is the freakiest shit ever. They always have the guy wearing the you know, Mickey Mouse hat looking all freaked out like, wow, I knew this was going to be crazy, but that shit's fucking insane. They always lead <laughs> with the um, the still photos of J- the creepiest thing about Disneyland is simply what Mickey and Minnie looked like for real when they, they were, opened it. They're absolutely horrifying. And they were haunting. Yeah. Um, but it, was, it was just, written, you know, I think it was the maybe the staff, the the staff that was on the <laughs> illustration <laughs> side they probably were creepy too everyone had those creepy glasses back in the day you know those glasses that like pointed up and oh, dudes yeah. had real creepy everyone just looked like they were abducting children yeah guys had the coke bottles they had the coke bottles and the ladies had the ones they kind of look like um there's the, a, there's the a secretary leaf. There's from a leaf that's shaped that way Okay, yeah, right, right. Hey, guys, how are you? Grandma, Grandma Edith Frace Kowalski, who used to come over and play Pinochle and give me the, the sugary cereal I love not eat. Hell yeah, Hell yeah. She and she did. had the little chain to keep them on her neck so she could uh, get them in a, in a dash. Oh, she want to lose them. Yeah, she had to do she had to do crosswords. I told I said this a million times. One time a friend's over the house and he saw a picture of our grandma and he said, why, well, you have a picture of Roy Orbison on your piano? <laughs> did she look like Roy Orbison? Exactly. Fuck it. She so was older weird. than him. Roy Orbison looked like my grandma, damn it. <laughs> have a little respect for Edith Frace Kowalski. So we started talking about trash, white trash foods. Yeah. And, and obesity. And I just wonder, like, why? I know why, but it's such a hard conversation to have to talk about. when pe- are, you, are your mouth noises happening? Is that why you pulled your microphone away from your mouth? No, it's because I... <laughs> 
I want, Are you self-conscious about your gurgle? I'm just a little bit. It's weird to do a podcast without a mic stand. This just never felt odd to me on stage to be holding. Yeah, it thing. feels weird. We need but I knew stands. That I had a feeling you were about to, and I feel like I've been talking over you like crazy. So I'm like, okay, no, let, you let, haven't. Let Jesse talk and take a break from holding that. Microphone. No, I think you're just over. I think you're overthinking. I think there's an overthinking storm going on in your mind right now. Yeah, shouldn't I eat all those edibles? <laughs> you don't eat edibles, do you? Hell no. Are you kidding me? Why? I can't take CBD. Really? Oh, yeah. What does it do? It wakes me up in the middle of the night. If I try to sleep with it, I wake up feeling like a little high. I don't, we just doesn't work for me. Just that's, okay. that's the I way it is. I if you found the miracle strain, I'll try it one more time and I'll, every three years I ruin one night trying some strain that somebody <laughs> swears is the one that won't freak me out. <laughs> you can't sleep and you're up freaked out. Yeah. <laughs> it is a, it's a, it is definitely a science, and, and the, it's all about the dosage. It truly is. And well, even with one, people who one are good milligram at it. is a little too much for me, is what I found. <laughs> same, same. I'm a lightweight when it comes to weed, especially ingesting it, just because of that, that, that the, you know, the way your enzymes, your liver enzymes digest it and change it into a totally different molecule. It oh, makes don't it get me started eight on. times stronger. It's, in, it's insane. And you haven't been taking your probiotics and. Oh, you got to take... All, we, we all know your gut journey. You, look, my gut journey has been a roller coaster. <laughs> I've been taking my probiotics. No one said it was going to be easy in your gut. Your gut health is is very important. It's yeah. the most important thing. Yeah, you people keep saying that. You're, it's, it's like a majority, 80% of your immune system is created in your gut. I am? Yeah. So it's, if I go to Target and I buy the probiotics, then I'm... I don't know about those probiotics. You got to get some real good quality uh, probiotics. Oh, you can't be just getting Target brand bullshit. This is one percent or shit, huh? <laughs> you got to get expensive probiotics. So you were saying about trashy food? I just, I wonder if we're ever going to be able to have a conversation about it in society, about obesity and its effects and, and how, just how detrimental it is. I feel like it, it becomes a... I don't know how you want to call it. Like maybe um, this cancel culture wants to jump on anyone who wants to have a conversation about it. Like we're demonizing people who are overweight. That's not the thing. It's just, it's a huge issue. And it also affects everybody in society. Don't you think? Well, like if you're sitting next to him on the plane or something? Well, that happened recently. I sat next to a guy who was a very hefty gentleman. Yeah. He spilled into my seat. Uh Uh-huh. Which, you know, that's him. Big is beautiful. Big is beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but too. Big. I think he should be a Victoria's Secret model. Maybe you're just a hater. <laughs> he probably should. That's what's missing. He needs to be a pinup guy. I sat in first class for the first time in my whole entire life last night, and I congratulations. Can ne- I could never go back. You don't belong there. And yet I will. No, I don't. Oh <laughs> Why my couldn't God. you go back? Why? What was so wrong with first class? No, I'm saying I can never go back to having oh, fat people yeah. leaking on top of me, no, and yet I yeah. will. That's the way it will be. I've had one, that one little taste, and I knew it was going to be a problem. I don't belong there. I went in there, and uh, I brought some food with me, and it had coleslaw in it. Now, I didn't want this. I wasn't like excited about the coleslaw. I got the least bad entree available for takeout in my particular under-construction wing of Newark oh, International brutal. Airport. There's actually some very nice food choices at Newark, not in Terminal A. I just got the least bad thing. It was going to be six hours. I did what I had to do, and I came on, and I could the I, all of a sudden I felt the bag getting wet, and I'm like, oh, that ain't the hush puppies. That's oh, no. the coleslaw. It's leaking slaw. And then I had to have a conversation with first class lady. I'm trying to act like I've been there before, but I haven't. <laughs> and I can see that the spot that we have reserved for us, because there's you know no shortage of overhead con- containers, bins, whatever, when you're up with the, the one percenters. She had like, a, I don't know the logo, if it was Louis Vuitton or Yves Saint Laurent or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, lady, you can either smell my greasy fried food for six hours or I can put my leaky coleslaw on top of your YSL bag. Oh, I'm sure she chose to smell it. She chose the smell. Yeah. But I'm. it's not. So it was. And I tried to be as classy. I'm like, I can see you've got a lovely bag. I actually thought it was a really stupid bag. But I was like, I can see you've got a lovely bag. I wouldn't want to get any coleslaw on that. I thought being dapper could make up a little bit for the fact oh, that I'm fucking. So I just leave a trail of coleslaw goo everywhere I go. I mean, boy, you could take do, the boy out of New Jersey. But. Yeah, you really. And you, you can't put the boy in new first class. No. No. See, my coleslaw ways are welcome and coach didn't they feed? basic oh, economy shit. oh didn't yeah they feed you oh i ended up with three dinners 
I didn't know. I don't know yeah, how first class works. you get food in first class. This is What's my your problem? This was my first time. I tried to log in and they said it was too late for me to order first class food. And I was like, well, I guess I'm, I don't know the rules. I guess everybody else knew that. You could have sent me, hey, d- hey, poor dummy. This is how it's going to work. You're no, one you time No, you should be there. able to order the food. Listen to us. Like first class, you get fed. They did give me the food. They did give me the food. I was I trying so hard. I brought on some fried food to first class. First I bought a jar of salad. Oh, Jesus. There was a, um, a vending machine. That had yep. salad. I know those. Those are good salads. I'm gonna eat it today. It's a, it's like two days old now. Ew! I know that one was leaking a little bit too. Because I think your that gut's just got gonna be gym. leaking a little bit too after you eat that salad. I took my probiotics. Nothing can stop me. <laughs> Don't you find? And I've been traveling a little bit in this quarantine. Um, I just spilled an entire glass of water, but it's fine. I've been traveling a little bit in this quarantine. Yeah, I see. It's all. We're gonna get electrocuted for sure. <laughs> <laughs> And it feels more chaotic now to me. It feels... It, there's so many more people. Yeah. People are so much more on edge. Mm-hmm. And for some reason in quarantine, it feels like people have lost etiquette in, in consideration of others. Maybe. I know the theory is sort of out there that people were already moving towards selfishness and self-centeredness and the individual over having a sense that you have a responsibility to the group and then having been home was it was it you that said this that they've just got too comfortable with not having to deal with other people and they're having trouble going back to that i think so i didn't find that i found first class to be very civil (laughs) yeah i don't know what was going on with the fucking the dregs of society i don't know about yeah i'm sure it was like (laughs) the bottom rung of the titanic behind those mesh curtains Leonardo DiCaprio in a fucking paper boy hat was sketching nudes Brad Pitt in basic tying up a tourniquet <laughs> but I was enjoying on. I was enjoying some citrus ravioli in first class thank you watching your movie on your there was no movies fo- what I'm fucking first class on Alaskan Airlines is oh, not what that's like, like on the back of a buffalo what like are you talking t- t- about two and a half class at best <laughs> you're on Alaska First class. <laughs> I can answer that. Oh my god! Because they said you want to upgrade to two for to, to first class for two hundred dollars, and I've never been in first class, and I was like, well, it's never going to be two hundred dollars. It's uh, usually cheaper. What are you talking about? Well, what? I mean, if you're if you're you know if your status on airlines, it's not that it's not so much. More yeah, no, I don't have any status. So okay. I, I need to use dollars. I got it. And they said, we'll put you in first class for Gross. $200. And well, <laughs> I feel so bad for the actual first class humans that were in there. Because like when they're like, I, I, I'm usually like the last person on the plane. Fuck everybody. It's all about me. And Are you really? I'm not as bad as I used to be. You don't need to fucking sit there for 45 minutes. You don't. It's ridiculous. I agree. Somebody needs to be last. Why can't it yep. be me? I don't, I don't hold up planes. Um, you're in first class. But when I did make a point of being there so that when they said, oh, well, no, except our first class, I want to be like, yeah, that's me. I'm going. And I, and I looked around. I was like, oh, all these other people suck, too. I thought I was going to be sneaking in with the fancy people. Everybody else got first class for 200 bucks. It's not special anymore. No, this sucks. Yeah. The, 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 the elite system on airlines is out the window. Yeah. Anyone can get in first class. Oh, uh, clearly. No, Peasants and I am. and plebeians. And I am the proof. You are the proof. You, 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 you snuck through. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like the guys who stormed the Capitol and all of a sudden I'm sitting in fucking the vice president's chair with a fucking raccoon yeah, hat. Yeah, you've got you got <laughs> horn hat and <laughs> and a raccoon pelt around your pelvis. <laughs> and you're well, like, I can see my mom from here. Oh, I get food in this? Oh, this is great. I guess I should put away my shrimp po boy. <laughs> who fucking brings coleslaw? You are fried shrimp and hush puppies and oh, coleslaw. That sounds actually really good. And salad in a jar. I could have brought you some salad. I still got I don't that. want your fucking leftover jar peanut shoes. Salad. Remember peanut shoes? No, what's really? that? They were a very popular form of peanut candy in shoes. the 1760s. Oh, God, are you a, a ghost? <laughs> I am a man out of time. I will agree with you on that. A man out of this time. This is not my century. That's, a, that's your memoir title. Yeah. A man out of time. I would have kicked so much ass in the, in the before 2000. You know, for somebody who is experiencing homelessness, you sure do travel a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean... That's sort of the advantage of not having one set location. Yeah, how are you? How are you this jet setter? You've got kids and like 
What are you talking about? How are you able to jet set so much? I am much? not You're able going to jet on vacation. Set. You've been in, you've been was, in Hawaii. You went to Hawaii. go see yeah, Believe Dickie it or not, Mouse. I had to take the fucking family. Yeah, believe it or not, the kids also came to Disneyland. I tried to leave them home, but they sniffed oh, that out. Oh, fun. Cool. How much did that cost you? Is it so exorbitant? Oh. What'd you bring me? I'll show you. A photo of your daughter. You, forever. No, 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 no. You know, no, I was no. glad that this past week I did not get a photo of her. Oh, wait. You want to see a photo? I can't. Look, I bought her this really weird. Um, oh, isn't that oh, creepy? That's creepy. She looks yeah. like an alien. We'll, have to, we'll show it. I thought she talked on this. Nice crown. Yeah, she. Uh, it sounds like an, a live child abduction. So I bought her this pair of sunglasses that are the top half of a princess's face, and then they have a, a crown on them, but it makes the whole sunglass uh, lens. Your eye. So you Rudy's popped huge, it up by now. Yeah, that's right. We'll that's have right. we'll have the image up. You guys can see it. But she immediately adopted this really weird weird persona that went with it. Oh, I don't like I'll, that. I'll send Rudy the video. No, See, it was really, really, really creepy. But that's kids not are why. so creepy. I just yeah, got done sure. talking about this. Like, I was in Alaska and staying in a hotel called the Historic Anchorage Hotel. And it's known for being haunted by children and i made the argument that children don't children need to know be that it, dead what, to chil- be creepy oh i see you know kids are just creepy like have either of your children had oh, yeah. imaginary friends yeah they've both done very creepy things Here, like this is talking to people i told you this is in my hometown oh my god that's awesome the fun ghoul costume shop i'm, I'm all about it i can see the guy who, who runs yeah, it yeah fun ghoul fun ghoul it's all there oh it's fun ghoul yeah because it's it's a fun Ghoul. Fun ghoul. Oh my god, that's fun. It's been there since I was I a kid. I love that. It took me a minute. Yeah, no. Because we'll I always say fun ghoul. I know you do, and you just said it again, and it reminded me that I took that photo just for you, and I was going to tweet it at you, and she's like, she's not going to know why fun I'm doing ghoul. this. Oh my god. My fun ghoul. I didn't get a full night's sleep last night. I told you my dog had eaten uh, a, a ton of stuff he shouldn't have, so I was cleaning up charts all night. Oh, that was a lot of fun. Pop tarts in Thousand Island. Hey, oh god, he just. I was, I'll get back to the Alaska thing, but okay. I was in Sacramento this past weekend doing S- shows. Shout out to Sacktown. Actually really beautiful in Sacramento. Mm. Something really funny happened, but. The rich man's Fresno. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Something really funny happened on the way to the Met. And um, first of all, Carlin ate, uh, my friend and marketing partner was there and she had her protein powder and oatmeal in our Airbnb. And I put it up high because I know how Carlin is. He's my pit boxer mix and he's sneaky and he's, you know a uh, food motivated so he got up when we left and ate all of her protein powder oh man all of her uncooked oatmeal in the bags they were in so i've been dealing with the ramifications of that but he's gonna add a lot of muscle oh he's so swole right now I know. he's, he's ripped. On like eight pounds of yeah lean muscle and i'm just you know every hour on the hour in the middle of the night i'm picking up shardy ziplocs oh, God. <laughs> but they did stay closed through digestion so that is a good product um so i was oh, he in- ate them wrapped oh yeah 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 he obviously knew that there was food inside yeah yeah, yeah. he, knew he didn't try to chew to get no to it was the a food? joke that he ate everything oh, okay it, it perme- it, the bags ripped open and i'm back yep um so i was in sacramento and i was at a farmer's market and i went to this like little flower shop stand and they had eucalyptus so i went to grab some eucalyptus and the guy who ran it was really cute I was like, oh, this guy is handsome. And so he was like, hey, follow us on Instagram. I'm so out of the loop when it comes to dating or any sort of interaction. That I don't know if you're flirting with me or just being nice. I'm going to go with you want to marry with marry me every time. If you're being nice to me, you want to marry me. That's what I, I'm, I, I do the same. I the, do the same. Right. Right. So he goes, follow us on Instagram. I'm like, oh, my God, we're falling in love. And then I follow him on Instagram and I send him a message and I leave. <clears throat> but you met you followed him and messaged him yeah i was just like thank you well, that's very forward very forward well i'm a forward bitch you know i'm a i'm a boss bitch i like that um and then i just was like hi thanks this is jesse i just met you at the farmer's market and i didn't think anything of it just like whatever he's cute bye and then like a few minutes later he goes come back i have a wreath for you mm-hmm. and i was like oh no that's so kind I, that's I, how people I, get engaged in northern re- california hello yeah. i was like we are engaged right it's like an evergreen lay oh my god like we're married we are we, like he's thinking about our children mm-hmm. he wants to move me in and so i was like no 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 and then i was like oh my god no this guy's totally flirting with me so i go back and i get the wreath and we take a picture and i'm like come to the show tonight you know come to the show because at this point i'm like oh my god i'm totally engaged to a farmer's market guy yep you're gonna be the queen of arugula <laughs> oh my 
my god so the princess of asparagus those can be the ways you introduce me next time on the show we, we should probably if, should if we actually it. do an intro yeah. yeah um i assume we've started so he went he came to the show with his beautiful girlfriend oh what a dick but like but no he i'm the dick because i'm thinking we're getting married it's not that chivalry is dead it's just that people are still nice you know, like in general, there are kind of people and it doesn't mean that they want to marry you. No, I get that. But I think if he had had some presence of mind, I don't think it's an awful thing that he didn't do this, but I think he would, he would agree in retrospect, it would have been better if, when you said come to the show for him to say something like, I'm bringing my beautiful girlfriend my, oh, my who's girl, a model. My girlfriend loves comedy. We'd love to come. Yes. That would have been Like, right. let us know. Right. I think it's safe to do that. I think it's fair to be like, yeah, I would love to bring my wife, my husband, whatever the situation is, mm-hmm. a person I've slept with three times, so I'm probably going to dump after this and possibly you and I could right. move in a, mom- in a forward momentum I was going to dump her, but if you're offering me one more free date, then I guess I can have sex with her one final time. Right, and also, right. by the way, this eucalyptus wreath isn't my it, me asking for your hand in See, marriage. to me, that's a very... That's a very flirtatious thing to do to Thank say. Come you. back and get this wreath. Absolutely, positively. And I said no, and he goes, "Please." And oh yeah, he begged me to come back for the wreath, and I'm like, "Oh my god, we're moving so fast." Oh, he wanted fast. A, he wanted a comedy threesome. <laughs> and then he's DM'd me a couple times. He's probably maybe has listened to this episode. He's probably one of our patrons. He's probably one of our patrons, and he's just going to be the nicest guy ever. I'm fully convinced wants to marry me. Yeah, that's. But I'm glad that you agree. I totally. Well, look, I'm in. But it's si- confusing. Look, I, I'm in a situation where I do sometimes meet women, and I am. I guess it's different that I have a ring. Like, I don't look for. I, I've. I've so many times when I was single, like aggressively hit on women who had like gigantic <laughs> knuckle-sized engagement rings on. Not because I was that bold, because I wasn't looking, because I wasn't thinking about it. That makes sense. I think women do check for that. Oh yeah, I checked right away. Right away. And there's so nothing. I guess everybody knows, but it is weird for me because there have been a couple of instances where I did meet someone that I did like, that I did have some, and I mean like in a friendly way that I did, maybe I was also attracted to them, but I did have the occasion to direct message them. Right. And maybe I'm paranoid, but I don't think I am. I think about how how I'm, how much of myself I'm putting out there because I don't want to give you the wrong impression. Right. Like I want to be. I want to be able to DM you, but yeah. I'm also. I want to. I'm not assuming. Hey, listen. I know you're already falling in love with me. I just want to let you know it's not going to be like that. I want to be clear. <laughs> just so you know, I'm not. What's available? I'm not. I'm not hitting on you because yeah. I don't want you to. I'm not that guy. People don't like to do that. Like, don't. And, maybe, send- and it's funny for me because maybe I would like to hit on you, but I'm not. Right. You know what I mean? And so I have to kind of. Well, you're clear about it. it. Yeah. I don't think it's fair to send mixed messages at a fucking farmers market. No. You're playing what with the hell emotions. are we all there for in the first place? It's not right. fucking $8 a pound arugula. Yeah, I'm over here buying expensive like, eucalyptus. Yeah, such I, a goddamn useless fucking tempeh and green drink <clears throat> shots. Yeah, Kathy, I don't want to hear about your lion's mane pills. Please. I talked to a lady named Kathy who was very passionate about lion's mane. But it was Kathy with a K. It probably was. And she did a funny thing. I started talking <sighs> to her and then she... I was like, well, Leo was with us and he was like, tell me about Lion's Mane. And she did this like lean back on her farmer's market table. And I'm like, oh, we're about to get the business from Kathy. Yeah. But back to Alaska and creepy kids. Oh, yeah. Did your children ever have or do they currently have imaginary friends? And why are children making friends with the same people crackheads do on the corner? Right. Those are my questions. So each of my kids has pretty extensively gone into the... um, where they were before they were born. Ooh. And what do you say to Which that? That's kind of creepy. I think it's interesting. I'm open to the possibility that, like, I'm not going to go, bullshit, you're fucking lying to a three old. I yes them constantly on shit that makes no sense. Why would I? This is at least interesting. Usually I'm yesing them on shit I don't even care about that makes no sense. So there's a part of me that really does want to believe that they retain, they haven't quite lost their memory of where they were before they were born. And, um, you know, my son had some very elaborate thing about how he was a, a tiny light in a dark place. And we happened to be with um, a naturopath. I was getting like a natural healing. One and only time I've ever done anything like that in my life at her house, which was built on top of um, a cave. which a pet like, cemetery? With, um, Indian, cl- close. If you're looking for like racist stereotype Hollywood e- easy easy ways to get into the Native the, American burial ground, a Native American cave. There were paintings in the from like the 1600s, and we her house was 
she like it was a, a street that kind of looped around so she was kind of up on the hill and the hill had the cave in it so she was on top of that nightmare yeah and then <clears throat> my son i can never remember the names one of them was dopesy he told me about the two scary people that lived in our driveway and dopesy was one he had really good I names for them i have chills yeah let me see if i can find he said one. dopesy yeah that and sounds I, like some shit from pennywise's yeah, exactly. neighborhood exactly and um and i really felt badly for him because he was on the first floor so it's one thing to be a kid and to be on the second floor and to imagine that there's something creepy. I guess if you're a kid, you're just going to be scared of stuff. My daughter the other day made me shine a light in her closet because she thought she saw something in her closet. Typical shit. But like, if there's like a, a goblin outside and he's like in the tree. That's creepier to me. You think? Yeah. Something le- leering that feels like confident enough to be outside of the house. Yeah. And is still interested about getting in the house. To me, that notion is a little bit creepier. There's something I, um, Alan Watts was talking about. I'm, I'm newly very into him. Um, I love him. Yep. And he talks about the differences in culture, specifically between um, the differences in American children versus Asian children, specifically mm-hmm. Chinese children. American children will stereotypically or generally ask, how was I made? And Chinese children will more ask like how did i come to be or how did i grow okay in the the notions are just a little bit different because it's based in our own individual religions and how our religions sort of depict the beginning of time yeah mythologize the human experience mythologizing and like how we're mono um theistic and they're like right aren't aren't don't we believe ours is just one god right Western traditionally, yeah, we just got the one. In guy, Eastern, yeah. they have there's three of them, but he's one. Yes, yeah. <laughs> there's there are many gods, so it's just interesting um, conversation about how children in different cultures view the their origin story. Right. Yeah, my kids haven't really like I've asked them where they came from, and they've given me their creepy answers, which were also Dope, weirdly consistent with one another. They have very similar stories about where they came from. Do you know, also, we had um, my wife, I I don't indulge very much in this sort of, like, bullshit, supernatural, astrology, what have you kind of stuff. And I wouldn't say my wife is heavy into that, but she's a little bit more into it than I am. She talked to some, like, psychic lady that was getting in touch with our unborn baby or something, some reading. Yeah, I forget. What's that phone plan cost? Right? (laughs) And we we did it over the phone. And she did say that, um, she said that we were going to have a boy and that actually we, um, another kid. No, no, no. This is before we had our first kid. And she said that, uh, there was a, a girl who was supposed to be first, but she knew that it would be better for the boy to go first. So she was actually letting, excuse me, him, uh, cut her in line. She was supposed to be the first one, but womb. she would let herself be the second one. And as it turned out, we did have a boy and then have a girl. And the only specific thing that the woman said that really stuck with us, and here is like confirmation bias. She may have said a bunch of things that weren't true that we forgot about. But when she said something that stuck, you remember that. Of course. So it ends up making it seem like they have a higher batting average than maybe they did. But she did say that the kids would be really, really into popcorn. And although most kids do like popcorn, my children are both like pretty singularly obsessed with popcorn. I am too. I have it four so or five nights a week. Fucking good. Do you guys air pop or are you microwaving? And if you're microwaving, can you please leave? No, 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 no. I'm not that trashy. My even my even my Russian dressing obsessed and Velveeta filled household in childhood would never have abided by microwave popcorn. That's just it sounds like you grew up with Oksana Bayul. It's it's savage to eat that crap. <laughs> It, so you do it, air it, pop confer- confirmation. Uh, I've 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 dabbled in many different methods. Oh, I got the. <laughs> I'm gonna get How do you, you make your popcorn? Why I'm, are you being so evasive? I'm gonna get you a Christmas present. I'll get you. I'll 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 blow your popcorn making <gasps> fucking money. Are you gonna get me a popcorn machine? Yeah, but it's not. I can't remember what it's called. That's why I'm being evasive. It's this I thing. love. I don't fuck. Okay, I'm, I'm it's, t- this. The, my way is the best way. No, no but I'm not gonna. Tell you I was just gonna say my way is the best way. Air pop. Air pop is the best way. Okay. And air popper is the best way. You get less burn. True. You more bang for your pop because it gets 
the the way the air circulates, you get a more consistent pop. You know, how, with I agree. Microwave I agree. bags. There's always like a a graveyard. Yeah, the microwave is not half off. popped. Microwave is, is off the table, and so is Jiffy Pop. Okay, good. Which was just microwave popcorn before there were microwaves. Right, and it was honestly, fun. it wasn't cool until Scream came about. Let's Jiffy Pop's fucking cool as shit. No, it's cool as shit. I'm just saying Scream like really put it on the map. The movie. Was, was Jiffy Pop and Scream? Oh, yeah. It was oh. the opening scene with Drew Barrymore. Absolutely iconic. Uh, iconic. Yeah. Um, Who knew she was going to die? She was on the goddamn poster. Uh, Crazy. And he started kind of that genre of horror mm-hmm. where you sort of have this like introduction, you know, the first intro title scene and then they get Yeah, axed. well, except for um, that's Psycho. Psycho as well. Most yeah, people so. wouldn't know. You wouldn't guess that this that the shower scene. That's true. I take it back. Scene. He it, it probably wasn't an homage to Psycho. You're probably right. Yeah. You just see the big. I stand you, you see the big star, and you're not expecting. Okay, I know I'm signed up for something horror-y, and that's the trick for the director. Is you know I'm trying to scare you, so how can I scare you? Well, how about you put a big star in, and, and then they just get in the shower and out. get fucking die within their three minutes. Off. Now you can. I don't remember that part of. Oh, that wasn't. Oh, that was the beat. That was a director's cut. You, might, you probably didn't get that. <laughs> That was an expi- they they showed that in first class, <laughs> but wait. Yeah. Okay. So air pop. The air only problem pop. is you. I I I've done it, and it's definitely the healthiest way to do it, and it has a lot of advantages. But I do like it to have a little bit more grease on it. So. Oh, well, you can make your own grease. That was my point. Okay. All right. My next point was that yeah. if you like a greasy popped popcorn, you can melt your butter. You can melt your butter. Yep. No, I need I need oil and butter. Well, the best Once way again, to you can distribute take boy it <laughs> is to put it in a spray bottle. Yeah, yeah, You yeah, mix yeah. your butter and your oil, put it in a spray jar, and spray your popcorn, because then it's like a nice, even distribution. But I put, this is how I do it, olive oil, Himalayan sea salt. You can really taste the difference. You can totally taste the difference. Oh, believe me, I could I could blind salt taste test you, and you would absolutely, positively know the difference between Himalayan and Trader Joe's. Would you? No. You are so unrefined. <laughs> you you <laughs> like can't your tell salt. either. <laughs> yes, I can. You probably can. I've flown first class so many years. <laughs> I know the differences in salt. <laughs> you know, a lot of people, I think, can't even, you'd be surprised how many people blind taste test can't even tell the difference between Coke and Sprite. You probably can't even blind here test the difference between your son and your daughter most days. Especially at the end of the day when you're tired because oh, you've you done a thousand my, things. My daughter's only mastered like six consonants. That's that's you should t- ask her ask her how old she is. She's like she's one, two, three years old. Street? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, two. I love you. Like my daughter's dumb as fuck. <laughs> she can't even pronounce words properly. She's way behind the curve. So she might just be like this. They did have creepy imaginary friends. Did you ever like walk in on one of your kids talking to something that wasn't there? I don't remember that. I've had that experience with my dog, not talking. What obviously. do you mean? Uh, I talked about this on an Ellis show last week that we one we had two dogs when I was growing up, one that didn't ever want to go in the basement and then another one that when we brought it down to the basement would like chase things on the walls. And that for for you, Mr. Skeptic, you're the skeptic of all. You're skeptical about everything. Ooh. If I were to be like ketchup is red you'd be like mm, i don't know i gotta check for no, myself no, no, no. i don't believe in ghosts but i've had like three different ghost experiences at my parents house tell me tell me tell me tell me tell me haven't I it's ever... october See, i don't know oh yeah okay here welcome to the, the halloween spooktacular edition of the deuce i'm afraid that, we, that <laughs> almost these are things... at the end of the episode we found the theme <laughs> and i guess that will serve as the introduction as well <laughs> i fear that you and i talked about this like in april because okay this is the first episode the people are watching or listening to this is the first one that we have done since the deuce actually launched the other ones were from that's true we're from a Prior. while back mm-hmm. in brief i heard a man sigh one time <gasps> in the basement oh. um we had a word processor that used to type out gibberish in the basement but worked fine on the other floors like wait I you said, can't speed through these you i feel like everybody listening has heard me say this before i don't care i tried to take my i wanted to like start to move out and have a little bit more of my own space so i um, moved uh, stuff around in our basement so that i could make the basement my bedroom and the first night that i had it all set up and and went to sleep down there i laid in bed and turned out the light and then i heard a man sigh like two feet away from me what did it sound like <sighs> like that like a man sighing so and like I, ta- he- I talked to jason ellis and kevin craft about this like a week ago and they were kind of mocking me with can you even tell the difference between a man sigh and a woman sigh like fuck yeah you yeah, can yeah you can yeah yeah you if you sigh it doesn't sound a bit like we like, sigh, sigh from sigh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we don't
don't sigh, we queef. (laughs) We sigh out of our womb hole. (laughs) This guy may have been forlornly farting. No, you could tell. Well, the other thing is like maybe, you know, maybe there was like a a friend of your dad's that just was down there waiting for you to get into bed. It's entirely possible. A little touchy Terry. They used to come over and play originals on his acoustic guitar. I turned the light off. The, the, <laughs> I had a I had a Budweiser likes my dad on a bar, so I had a bunch of cool like bar swag shit. I turned on this cool Budweiser light as soon bar as I heard swag? it. Yeah. You had bar swag? Yeah, because bars are, you know, the distributor that sell them the beer and the booze yeah. are always giving them free. I like swag. Swag's a fun word. Yeah. Is it, did your daughter teach you that word? It's, you're, it's really... Is you, it, you, your your apartment is probably loaded with uh, swag. Yeah, but swag is swag is more fun. <laughs> You're saying, swag's more fun. <laughs> maybe maybe do I have? Because okay, what do you call it if you if you just have shitty weed and there's just like a little bit of like weed crumbs Ditch left weed. over? Okay. Oh, if there's crumbs left over. Yeah. Um, smegma. Okay. Because <clears throat> when I was a kid, that was swag, and maybe I'm saying the okay. weed word for the free shit word. Yeah, I think you're mixing up some words, but I like it. I like the creation. I am who I am. You are. You're. you're (laughs) I'm a basic economy kind of guy. I just love that you're a couple inches lower than me. You're like, I am who I am. Just this this little person down here. Perfectly. Okay, wait. I just went to my 25th high school reunion. Fuck that. Why? Fucking. Yeah, that's what most of my classmates apparently thought. No one showed up. It was a very low turn. I was genuinely shocked. How many people showed up? Honestly, out of a graduating class of about 110, like 35. It was uh, really Maybe shy. a chunk of them are dead. And we, well, that's not funny. About four of them are, actually. Yeah, see, I told you. And we uh, <laughs> prided ourselves when we were there on being like one big happy. So we were, we actually ended, it was the rare high school reunion that it featured a lot of soul searching. We were actually sitting Whoa. there going, why are so many people who we thought were all happy to be here why did they have no interest in coming back for this maybe were they it was a very woke uh kind of reunion because we were like were they they must not have been as happy here as we assumed that they were or else they would have wanted to come back yeah what did we do wrong so you guys were probably the ones that nobody liked in school it was definitely see it's weird because i went to an all-boys school so it's a little bit harder to pin down who the cool kids are you went to an all-boys school i went to yeah i went to a very prestigious for how long for four years of high school wow i don't know that i knew that about you it was great because there was all girls schools all around us so would you guys like sneak out and go hang out with the girls like how would you intermingle honestly we had okay when we had dances only boys from our school were allowed to come but any girl could come oh that's fun it was great and there were i did plays at other school like girls schools so you're just like four dudes surrounded by girls i'm imagining you doing plays and i'm having a hard time visualizing this now can you run me through uh, well, can you walk see. me through what your first play was and my first play i don't know we did, we did the, the charming that i did some like shakespeare oh god that makes me so uncomfortable at the brearley school which is very very expensive school I, I dated some like insanely rich girls, like children of CEOs and stuff like that. Um, My mouth is a gape. I did. I, I, I was the lead role in Singing in the Rain. And because these schools were so well funded, they actually had a trough for water runoff and they Holy perforated shit. a pipe and it rained on stage. That must have been really exciting. It was actually. I love that movie. I didn't have strong feelings about it one way or another, but I liked the people that I was doing it with. We had fun. Did you sing? Yeah. I danced. They they taught us tap. Okay. Anyone listening? Anyone else jarred by this? I was the revelation? fucking singer in a band. How many times do we need to go I know, over but this? The I play, sang. A play I sing. is different. It is very different. Yeah. It's a lot different. But it's it, also it, kind it, of the same. It, it introduces me to a, a side of you that I had no idea. I'm not a musical theater person at all. I had older... Okay, so I was on the speech and debate team. And, right, that makes sense to me. Yeah, right, right. And a, there was a lot of crossover between speech and debate people and drama kind of shit for fairly obvious reasons. And the guys, when I was a freshman and started, and that guys who were juniors and seniors said, you should come and do these plays with us. We meet lots of girls. <laughs> Isn't that everything? I it was feel awesome. like that's, it's it was everything great. just to meet women. Yeah. Everything in life. Well, also to meet men, because, you know, here I am trying to, mm-hmm. I'm getting eucalyptus wreathed into oh it was so fun it was so fun that we were all you know in in the neighborhood kids from the different schools checking each other out and i don't i can't think of another school in the area oh there was one but 
there's only one co-ed school in the area. So we were all in the same boat. It was girls that as soon as they got out wanted to come by our school and meet boys. And it was just the way it was. But it was really nice that from nine to three, you just didn't have to worry about that shit. You just did shit. dude shit. You just did dude shit. And then three o'clock, you you started taking girls to Central Park and shit like that. It was fucking awesome. That's what I was going to ask. Like, was it, it. What, what was there anything that was, what was like the weirdest or most challenging part about it? About it being all boys? Yeah. Was it getting pegged at night? I can't. You know, I do think it was strange. There's this cliche of uh, that Jason Ellis talks about a lot because you see it in movies of kids showering in high school and all going to a shower together. Yeah, like a big gr- communal shower. We did not. We had showers, and I don't even know if they worked. So you guys are just all dirty? Filthy. Really? We had these for phys ed. They gave you in your freshman year a reversible shirt. It was red on one side and um, uh, gray on the other, so that if we were playing a game, you have to use the red side, you have to use the gray side, and we can do teams. People would pride themselves on leaving them in their locker for the whole... I mean, you know how thick a Ew. double-sided gym shirt is? Ew. And dudes would pride themselves on keeping it in the locker for the whole entire year, so it almost like just it became like... Um, like a like a back brace it just retained the shape of your body from being sweated in and and drying like that over and over one guy actually wore his to our reunion i assume it's, it's still clean i'm since probably then. not yeah. it, it, the only reason to wear that to a reunion is to not like not have it cleaned to yeah. really hold on to the the glory of it all it was pretty bro i didn't know how bro it was gonna be i i Try, I try to figure out how you're supposed to dress for a, this is a 25th reunion this is like a big round number and I thought this is like a suit and tie kind of thing and I didn't want to wear a, a jacket so I just put on like a tie and a button down and I saw my friend I teach I had lunch with one of my old teachers and at my, my friend has this really nice restaurant in New York and I went by and he's just like dude why are you wearing a tie I'm like it's our fucking reunion tonight you savage he's like you're the only one who's going to be wearing a tie yeah I, I would have thought that initially like we're going to dress up then I would have thought fuck it who cares i see i just don't i'm never gonna get it there's just a fucking there's a there's a guidebook a rule book to life that everybody got that i never got and if i'm a 25th high school (laughs) reunion and i haven't gotten it i'm never going to because i actually googled it what are you supposed to wear to your 25th (laughs) reunion? and people are like well it depends it depends it really depends so i'm like okay that's a thank you i think they were telling you to wear depends because it had been so long since you actually that's the 50th probably but (laughs) Everybody there was many, many people. I would say the the most popular combo was jacket and shirt, no tie. And somehow tie, no jacket was like, oh my God, you're way too dressed up. And jacket, no tie. I would say jacket, no tie. I think those are equivalent. It's a go-to. And and shirt with tie, no jacket just feels undone. If you're a guy and you're going to go to some place that's dressy, you don't know what to wear a suit shirt and a jacket yeah and pants don't tie unbutton the first button well now i know and brown shoes everybody knew that you're welcome me. here's a question yeah i thought about all boys school do you have female teachers or are they sticking with the theme no 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 there there were not a ton but yeah there were female teachers any attractive ones and maybe you know giving a little extra credit a little extra credit t-i-t I love where you're going with this, but I can't. You know, like all those women in Florida. Yeah. No, I, 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 was there anybody who was? There must have been some sort of fraternizing going on at some point. Maybe not your class, but there's no way in an all-boys school. Yeah. There's some handsome in, kids in Jersey? there. In Jersey? No, it's in Manhattan. In Man- oh, okay. In Manhattan. But There was some... There was some stuff going down. At other schools, I have no doubt. Ours was pretty... It was, it's a weird school. It's very Catholic. And, so very locked down. Yeah, but I mean, Catholic. Look no, at I know. Catholicism. I, I mean, just look at... I know. I know. You know? That's what I'm saying. Like, there had to be a little bit of... <laughs> Turns out I know somebody who I just learned recently is the product of a union between a priest and a nun. What? The bananas. That's wild. I don't know what's wilder that that's true, I think, or that I've known this person for like 10 years and I never knew that about them. It just gives me a really great idea for a horror movie where a priest and a nun get together, fornicate, produce a child, and the child is a demon. Yeah, yeah, that sounds that sounds about pretty right. Pretty sweet, pretty yeah. sweet little script right there. All right. A little plot, I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I might have to get stoned and write it later. 
Do you know that we um, this show launched during um, Mercury retrograde? Our show, the, yeah, the, the deuce? deuce. What's Mercury retrograde? I, I, I feel look, like I'm this a chick, is, and I, you think I'm into this stuff. Yes, I feel like this is your department. I, it's adjacent. I feel like, All I feel my like friends you, I feel are like into it. You have let us down. My cousin. You're is not supposed to start like, new ventures during Mercury retrograde. In the same way that you know, uh, a jacket, no tie. You're supposed yeah. to know. This don't, is just don't start that I yeah. should know. Uh-huh. Whenever I have a problem, I'll text my cousin Allie. I'm like, oh man, you know, I'm just feeling a certain way. She's like, yeah, Jupiter's on oh its God. moon rising, and I'm like, what did you just say, Janice Joplin? What in the Janis Joplin are you talking about? Bruh, I went to uh, <laughs> I went to a yoga class. Yeah, you did. And 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 uh, fucking smelling like first class coleslaw. <laughs> and I went in there, and the and the 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 teacher, the instructor, and one of like her like regular pupils were talking to each other about how intense Mercury retrograde was. And the student chick is like, I mean, Facebook went down. I mean, mean, do I have to to spell it out? Yes, you do. Yeah, you do. You do, Tristan, because none of it makes sense. Yeah. And actually, if you really look into astrology, not astronomy, which is fascinating. Yeah. Astrology. I love stars, man. I love, stars are so cool. So great. Stars are so cool. So fucking bright. Um, that the timing of the months and the astrological signs is actually off a bit. Oh, yeah. So everybody who assumes a certain sign mm. and all the attributes that go along with that sign, yeah. there's a little bit of a deviation in the timeline. They're actually the other one before. They're it. actually like a, a sign behind or before yeah. that one, which makes me really relish in it. But... Then when I read the Virgo attributes, I'm a Virgo, it's, it's type A, um, like anal retentive and a perfectionist. Those are like the main attributes of a Virgo and that's who I am. But then if I read Scorpio or Taurus, I'm like, I'm also that person too. Yeah, you can usually find yourself you in just about You can find yourself in everything. That's actually the goal and the the journey of a human being is to find themselves in things uh that's where you get into bad scenarios because you you even see yourself in a yeah terrible situation i i do see myself in the descriptions that i've read classically of um of cancer moon child which uh, that's what i yeah you're definite moon child yeah right for sure i think i fit the description of that but the one that's always stuck out to me was like i had this you know this thing that you would do when you were in high school. I had a high sc- I had a high school girlfriend, mm-hmm. and then we broke up. But we were like in the same friend group, so we were still friends for the longest. Yeah, I don't time. do that. I don't. I stopped once. That's not my jam. I, I, had I don't my understand own, it. Once I had my own car, I was able to get the <laughs> fuck out of yeah. there. Why are we doing this? But she used to tell me that she was um, that she always had like good sexual chemistry with Scorpios, and she would like fucking pick them. And and after a while, I could pick them. There was something about Scorpio dudes sexually. It's, and did you discover this in your all boy school? Yeah, I was like, that's <laughs> in the showers. Like, that so you I never can't took. believe all of these guys that I slept with were all born <laughs> in October. Oh my god, that's I have bananas. a type. Mer- so Mercury odd. was in retrograde that year. It's weird, because <laughs> straight, I'm all over the place. But it turns out I have a gay type. You could, yeah, I could. Don't put it. You know, life is is short, and you never know what's gonna come about do you think you could choose i was reading an article yesterday about somebody i don't know if i understood it correctly so you know apologies if i'm misrepresenting what the book was about but i think it was asking the question of like to what extent can people um can you affect your sexual orientation if you decided to be gay could you choose to do that well i think when you think of scarcity driving like scarcity being the mother of invention. Oh, like prison. Exactly. Right. So essentially, if the scarcity of your preferential partner is the situation, then the invention would be whoever is left. Right. Because I've known some... Let me try to keep this generic. Well, let's go, t- let's go general. I, or let's go specific. I have known some lesbian couples where, to me the one woman was like just absolutely positively a lesbian all the way from birth. And the other one was just kind of like, yeah, this could work for me. Yeah. It's interesting how I haven't seen, I haven't seen the gay version of that. I have. Uh, Have you? Yeah, I have. It's not common, but I have seen like where there are distinctive, like 
traditional roles within homosexuality within gay guys like they're being like the the masculine husband and they're yeah. being the more feminine husband. oh yeah there's no there's no doubt about that but i i'm thinking of one person in particular where and, and i like understand i understand bisexuality is a real thing and i'm not saying that this person um it's one thing to say, well, I've dated men and I've dated women, but I love who I love and I chose to spend my life with this person. Right. My guess is this person thought of themselves as straight, was probably straight through high school right. and somewhere along the way met this woman and goes, yeah, but I didn't even really want to have kids and we both like dogs and I think we both want to decorate a house the same way. Yeah, and let's open up a cupcake shop. I'm not like a super sexual person kind of sick of dick now yeah it it really it did seem to me and i've seen it more than once but there's one that i've seen in particular where i was like this person this woman has chosen to be gay and like successfully chose she is now she's gay right but she made the fucking call wow good for her yeah what a what a you know you talk about having options yeah maybe i'm wrong you probably are you usually are um yeah but you know ideas are fun ideas are fun yeah um, I honestly think gay people are like nature's way of reassembling herself. Go on. I think that she has realized there's an overpopulation problem that we have spun out of control on a on a okay. right, reproductive yeah. mm-hmm. system. Yeah. And she looks at breeders as we're wasteful. We're basically the ones trashing the planet because we're creating more people. Yeah. And if you look at gay people, they fix everything. They go into neighborhoods. They make neighborhoods better. They adopt the children that breeders don't want. Oh. Gay people are the Brita system for nature. It's her way of cleansing herself. They're the magical oysters. beings. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They're, they literally are oysters of society yeah. and, of, and of the environment. I think, um, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say because we're, we're almost at a wrap up point and I wanted to ask you a question please if you and maybe we've <laughs> touched on this if you had to pick a gay partner sure oh you're excited about this absolutely yeah. you already know who it is no oh is that your question no I yes who do I want do to be gay with <laughs> who do I want to be gay with like, are you that's a to- great game show <laughs> welcome back to who do I want to be gay with <laughs> like are you asking me who in like the public who would sphere? be your guy I cannot, any, any person you could pick. I cannot say that there's... I don't have like a gay man crush. Oh, that's a lie. It's true. Uh, I don't know. Like throw throw some names out here and I'll tell Jason you. Jason Ellis. No, you're very cold. <laughs> Kevin Kraft. You're extremely cold. <laughs> okay. With Tom Cruise. No, no, no. I, I don't think Tom Cruise even knows who Tom Cruise is. I think he's a a horrifying individual no 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 (laughs) i know he is you're right i'm a really 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 big i was dming with somebody about this the other day i'm a really huge cary grant fan and people who knew cary grant would say either he has perfectly managed to disguise his inner true self by projecting this cary grant image all the time Mm -hmm. or the more likely scenario is he literally has no inner life whoa and all he is is outward projection of what he thinks he's trying to be and and to me that that's a although cary grant and tom cruise are two very different people in a lot of ways the personas are are different in a lot of ways that's exactly what i think tom cruise i think Tom Cruise is like a tiny little um, <laughs> nanobot inside who's constantly inventing what Tom, like constantly doing market research on what what, Tom what would face do? would Tom Cruise be making right now? Make that face. What would Tom Cruise say right now? Say that. Yeah, that's, that's exactly I that's what accurate. I get. I think he has no internal life whatsoever. I don't think that shit ever drops. And I think it's cool. I think it's fascinating. I don't think he's as far as I know, he's not hurting anybody. But no, I need, I'm going to need an emotional connection. I mean, my goodness. Okay, Stanley Tucci. Oh. That's my friend Carly's guy. Oh, really? Tucci looks like he could be a nice romantic. Yeah, I mean, I definitely get us. We're cooking together. Yeah, he cooks. I don't, re- I don't know. I he's don't want- intelligent. He's educated, sophisticated. I don't find him all that attractive. I don't like guys in wife beaters, and I feel like that's you the only undershirts that. he's got. <gasps> yeah, but you get around the tooch, and yeah. I feel like he's got a special, like, he has like a, a magnetic, magical power. I bet sure you he can make it. smells very good. I bet he smells like prosciutto. Probably. Yeah, like fresh sliced meats from Italy and like a nice sauce. 
I don't know. I'm thinking more like a, like a Benedict Cumberbatch kind of guy. Oh, fungal. But not him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't. I have to say that one thing that would annoy me about Benedict Cumberbatch, besides having to refer to him as that, would be his but nostrils. Besides your co-host being Mike Cumberbatch. <laughs> Mike Cumberbatch has a ring to it. It does. Okay, bye. I, maybe I can start going by my middle name. What? Leonard. I'm going to start calling you Leonard. And I, I could be Leonard Cumberbatch. Ooh, I'm going to start calling you Leonard. Benedict and Leonard Cumberbatch. Yeah, Benedict. Yeah. Yeah. Lenedict. Len, Len We're the Dict. fucking gay power couple are. for all time. <laughs> Let's see what Lenedict did. And what did they dress their puppy up as for Halloween? <laughs> They spray painted it to look like a giraffe. <laughs> They're cute. I like them. <laughs> All right, you gotta get out of my house. <laughs> All right, go well, back to coach. All right. Well, thank you to uh, everybody who's. Thank you here. to all the Patreons. We appreciate you. We'll probably be live at some point, so stick around. Bye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.